Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. Hey, girls! Welcome back to another episode of Unfazed and Unbothered. My name is Camo, and again with me today we have the one and only Miss Tolly. Hey. Oh my God. The third week we're together. So fun. Yes. We had no idea we were going to film together today. This is but... last minute. So um, on brand for us, everything is just last fucking minute. But here we are doing it. Um, I mean, it's... at least we're doing it. That's kind of like been the main focus of the last 48 hours. For just us. doing it. That's been our motto for like mm -hmm. the past week. We've just been fucking doing it. Just been putting ourselves out there more and just making things happen, you know? I know. I'm like feeling good about the mental headspace that I think I'm going to be stepping into. I think I always have to go through like a really weird, rocky situation to see like, okay, girl, it's time to like step into your real energy again. You know what I mean? You have to like go through something tragically sad. Well, I feel like we're constantly like, going up you know mentally physically um emotionally but on that rise up it's not just like a you know it's not just a, a straight rise. line it's like it's it is a constant rise but it's in loops like you know i think we love a metaphor because also like think about um mount everest like i was about to say it has like peaks and it has valleys it does and like girl i love a metaphor the way our life is just giving Mount Everest. Super cold. Does it ever get warm? That's deep. I have no idea. I'm not even going to pretend to know, but I know a lot of people die there, right? Yeah. Which is scary, so I don't want to well, go. Well, that's kind of like um, a metaphor, too, because like versions of us have died <gasps> while going through the peaks and valleys. Oh, my God. That is deep. No, it just got philosophical in this bitch. <sighs> wow. How was your really... week, though? My week has been great. I mean, you've been here for a lot of it, but um, we've done a whole lot of things and a whole lot of nothing at the same time, if that makes sense. I did get a couch this week. Thank you to my dad and Miriam and my stepmom. Um, it's so cute, too. I'm obsessed with it. Um, I wanted, it's comfortable. It is it's so fucking comfy. So I really wanted a black leather couch. I have cats, and leather is notoriously most cat proof some will say some will say other but um yeah so i wanted a black leather plus it just like really matches my vibe and like the look i was going for in my house and my stepmom sent me a photo of this couch that she found at a thrift store and it was looking a little rough not gonna lie to the girls and i was like oh no but you know she, i've mentioned before about how my family has like always flipped furniture and um handbags and stuff so like i trusted that she 
vetted what yeah. it was. Yeah, I, I knew she could do something and fix it. So, anyways, I knew she... though it was something like that when you told me they got you a couch and they didn't, you didn't show me it at first. Mm-mm. And you know what? I didn't even ask. Remember? Because I was like, you know what? I know I've seen the end process of a lot of things that like you have shown me or that like they have done that you have shown me too. You know what I mean? So I was like, you know what? If she says she got a couch. I'm just going to step I'm back. I'm not asking questions. I know, right? I said period. And then um, the next day when you actually had got it, or not even, I don't even, I don't know how long it was, three days. It, it, no, it was literally the next day. Yeah, she put in some fucking work, girl, overnight, some elbow grease. Love her. She's she also did. so nice. Um, Anyway, but when I saw it, I was like, oh my God, the leather looks gorgeous. It looks comfortable. It looks like luxe. Mm-hmm. And then she showed me the before. And I oh, went, it was so crazy, y'all. It literally, I might insert a photo, actually. No, you should, girl. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna put a before and after, actually. So... And you Here's know the what? Before. You were thinking about so many other couches to get to. Like you were almost wanting to pull the trigger on like six hundred dollar couches, like twelve hundred. Like you were like thinking like that wasn't what it was. But then when your parents were like, "We got you a couch and put in work," and then also like, "Girl, you only have me over." You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I thought I wanted like a big ass sectional or like a big couch with a love seat. But I do like I have a big space overall for me to be. A single person but my living room in particular is like kind of narrow and small so i have to be mindful of that and i i gotta stop thinking about everybody else and like i'm not gonna be having fucking parties over here realistically i might have a little shindig a little get together here and there but i don't really want nobody at my house so it's really just for me and like my bestie or you know your other bestie you know one person at a time maybe my sister she comes here so the couch is like the perfect size it's like a little bit bigger than a love seat but it's not quite like a big old mambo jumbo Mm -hmm. but it was so bad, like literally the before. But after, girl, I don't know how she like sanded it down. She polished it, cleaned it. It looks brand fucking new. Girl, whatever she did, I want her to do that to like my skin. Miriam is so amazing at like restoring things and bringing things back to life, like handbags. Like I have seen her find some like vintage pieces that I was like, okay, bitch, why did you buy that? Like she should this get is into estheticianism making like skin smooth mm. because if she can do that to leather girl, leather is skin no leather is skin that is true it is hide so girl if she can do that to a piece of leather what can you do to my fucking body see actually miriam is just good at everything she does so i, I have mean, that vibe from her like i get it i feel like she would slay at that oh not a being 6 30 Miriam, if you're listening, be oh an God. esthetician. Not as predicting six, three, three, six. If you know, you know. Girl. But um, yeah, your sister has been staying with you. She, she came over last night and that was so much fun. I came over for like <gasps> Yeah, we hours. played Fortnite last night. It was so fun. It was such like a, a cute and gorgeous vibe. I mean, Wholesome. It was. It was, it was so- good for us too because we didn't do... Usually when we get together, we're always like having fun and being crazy, manically crazy, honestly, but also like filming and just being silly and like... And we love doing that together. Like that's like what we would want to do, but sometimes it can it get like... It causes pressures and anxieties and tiffs and... <sighs> Just, which by the way we had mentioned last week that yeah. we got into a fight and we documented all of it and we were like yeah we're gonna we're gonna share it no we're not that was mania we manically filmed it we should have really just resolved our issues but no we said <laughs> we are actors baby boom lights it's, cameras action no it's not even like the it is us being theatrical but like it was real shit not even like deep shit but it was real stuff it we was real in the moment yeah that we in the moment girl it was a manic episode <laughs> of us being upset that we honestly encourage out of each other like because we both do have mental illnesses and like we really do bring that mental illness out of each other 
and it's hard and it's a constant reminder of like the work that we have to do individually and the work that we have to do together but like we learn so much from our friendship and like how to treat other people too like i feel i think that's why you know because she saw this comment earlier that was like oh "Oh, give it a month they're gonna hate each other again we both said yes yeah maybe but the thing is i think the reason why because i get so many questions about how do y'all make it work with all the the ups and downs but it's really because of that right there like we do learn so many lessons from each other and i think because we both know that we're mentally unwell and we both know that each other is mentally unwell we are able to like not make excuses because we're not like there's no like crazy betrayals or any backstab. No, it's literally like, like, like I said We kind of like have a better understanding because like, I know I'm mentally unwell. You know, you're mentally unwell. So it's like, we don't really care. Yeah, we don't hold grudges. No, like we we do the most to for the least. Right. Like, and so it's just so too much. And it's so funny because we did take a little like day and a half break, two Mm -hmm. day break. And to um, just decompress. Oh, and we both knew it. We said no texts, no calls, Mm -mm. no TikTok sends to each other. No call, no show. No, please don't clock in today. But um, two and a half days later, you were going to go visit your friend and I needed something from you. So I was like, can we meet up at a gas station? And we both planned to not hang out for a second just pass because what i needed was important (laughs) it It, was it was and so i was just like damn like i do got to see this bitch and i'm not ready and you weren't ready but we did it and then you were like do you want to come in the gas station i was like no but i did and then i was like you know what i'm gonna go in the gas station with you and we got a water we Mm. talked about literally like the weather (laughs) and then it was good it was like a good moment we went on our merry way I know, and then we didn't see each other again until I came over, and your sister was over, and then we played Sims and like and Fortnite. Okay, so I got a PS Five recently. I think they knew that. I don't remember if I told. I don't remember anything. Maybe they don't know because why the fuck would they keep up with that? I'm sorry for assuming. They're like, well, <laughs> also I just never know what I've already previously shared. So if I like tell y'all something again, just another example of my mental illness. But I did recently get a PS Five, and I'm not like the most skilled by any means. I've never really am. been like when I was a kid growing up. I loved video games, but like after like like halfway through high school, I was just so uninterested. I never really played any other games like occasionally i would like play like the old ass mario games that i played like on 64 i like mario kart i like mario kart and i have that on fucking switch but i never play it but Ooh. now i bought two um wireless remotes today so we can actually play that okay on my mario TV kart, now. i eat it up i'm so good at it i'm really good at mobile games i'm not like the biggest game console person personally you know but i love like a mobile game like call of duty on the phone Girl, oh, we used to eat that up. You I still mean, do all oh, the time. I, I eat it up probably like four times a day. I play it with my little brother. Like, love it. Because me and my brother, like, are strange. Not like in the way of like, we don't have beef, girl. But like, he's like eight in a weird situation. And the only like contact we really have is Call of Duty. So that's like our common ground. And we play it all the time together. So fun. So cute. It's so cute listening to y'all play because you can hear him on the mic. We both get so into it. Yes, but you really be getting into it. Yeah, because I'm like, if this is his one memory of me, also, I'm not going to give him some half-assed like, wow, buddy, that's so, oh, you got him. I'm like, get him, bitch. I'm like, you better shoot that hoe. And he eats it the fuck up. No, he does. His little autism. He's so cute. Girl, he just eats it up. I'm obsessed with him. And he's so supportive of like my journey and my like tranny hood. He has been. I always hear him call you Tolly and I'm like, that and is you know so sweet weird? because he's so young too. The I fact didn't even that he tell just... him that. I literally like because we just talk, and you know he's always seen me in wigs like his whole life because I've always 
integrated them like in whatever capacity. So it wasn't shocking that I would do it. But over time, I guess he just sort of like saw the evolution. And one day he just straight up asked me because I was literally just going to let him um, call me his brother. And I was going to let him dead name me just because he already has a harder life. So I was like, I don't want to be something that, you know, changes for him. And, you know, he just, oh, my God, I'm about to cry. I won't. <laughs> Ew. But um, he just one day was like, are you my sister? While we were playing Call of Duty. And I was like, oh, Girl, my God. The I way like, I would have yeah. broke down. I didn't. I compartmentalized it. I was just like, yeah. That's like our favorite thing to do. Oh, it is. I we never it. process emotions or situations. Why process it when I can yell at you for it being a demo and not a rough cut? Listen, speaking of compartmentalizing, so I, the other day, last week, I, there was some of you, I'm sure, who heard the episode <gasps> oh, that aired. The episode, girl. The episode. Honestly, the <clears throat> episode is what it's should have been titled because we were in an episode filming an episode. It's kind of like there was worlds. so it was it was a fucking mess. So we had filmed an episode and this was like there was a lot of like downtime and like pauses in between and like it was one that required a lot of editing editing a lot and we because we also hated each other low key. We were like in a tense mood. Yeah, um, not in the first half. I don't know what happened in the second half. Girl, Something happened. The three hours. Three hours happened of drinking and oh, smoking. That's right. And we took such a big break that like we were like vibing in the first half and the second half. I was like, I want to go to bed. You didn't you want to go to bed, but you couldn't go to bed because of some reason. And you know what I mean? It was just like we had to finish it and we didn't want to. Yeah. So uh, unfortunately, it aired on the Spotify and Apple channels unedited. <clears throat> that hurt what i heard because you we don't you don't really listen to your podcast back but i do because mm -hmm. i'm like new to this podcasting space i want to hear my voice i'm self-centered i'm a narcissist whatever and um i love to hear it and see like how it was and when i heard something what the first thing that i was like wait i wanted that out did she put it back in and then i heard another thing <laughs> and then i heard another thing and i and i went okay well, we look fucking crazy, bitch. Fuck. No, and we really did. And like, I didn't even want to think about it. She was like, listen to it. Fucking listen to it, Cam. I'm like, um, I, I actually out. don't want to. I, I'll take your word for it. I'm going to just, tonight I'm going to get home and I'm I'm, I'm going to fix it. That, that That's what we're going to do. And I'm going to pretend it never happened. No, you did. You honestly handled it how people should handle stressful situations. But me, like, I'm like, oh, girl, I'm about to literally implode from the inside and melt away because damn. If it was unable to be taken down and re-uploaded, I would have freaked out. But I was like, I'm pretty sure they can take this down. So thank you, Amelia. Thank you so much. If you heard it, you were lucky, I guess. <clears throat> or if unlucky. you did, you were. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Because I did. I had actually had like two people call me, and they were like, "What the fuck was that episode? It was so entertaining, but like, damn, I could tell y'all were fighting. Like, what? Was, the girls were fighting. And you know what? We do, and we will, and we are, and we're going to. And I think when you don't like tell somebody that there's no way that you're not gonna fuck up, and when I do fuck up, let's talk about it. Or vice, you know, vice versa. You know what I mean? Because like we both be fucking up. It's a tango, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, I think we just allow space, even though we're very toxic. Because it's like never too deep. We're not like shaming each other or like stealing or doing something crazy. You're not like we're not like betraying. It's no. literally just it's it's that. really nothing. Yeah. It's it's just two divas really when it comes down to it, and we know that about each other. But no, but. 
I literally didn't even put much thought into that episode, but it was so horrendous and I'm so glad that it's down now, but it was like two days later and I was fucking tipsy in my bed and I just busted out laughing with my friend here and she's like, what? And I was like, I can't fucking believe this episode went live. Like there was nothing detrimental in it, nothing like, but But it was just awkward. It was just awkward and weird and tense. And there were so many like long extended, like three minute pauses. And uh, you know what? That's real though. That's who we are. I think that's one of our superpowers (laughs) is we've always been able to be like really us, even though we're theatrical. And at times it's like exaggerated. It's still us at our core. It's just like an exaggerated fun version that we enjoy you know what I mean? It's self-expression. <laughs> and honestly, I wouldn't be me if I wasn't a cunt. Mm. So on that note, um, I'm really excited to put my wig on after you go to dinner mm. because I haven't had my wig on for like three days now and I'm itching to look good enough to have a little bit of gender euphoria. <laughs> I'm itching for it, girl. It's like a drug and I need it. Well, on that note, we're going to go on a break. Mm. And when we get back, we are going to step into some, you know, Christmas <gasps> cheer. Energy. Yes. Oh, my God. Wait, we should take a shot in this Christmas shot glass before we go. Actually, you're so right. To commemorate Christmas time, which actually is so traumatizing for me. Um, Let's do it. Bitchy yeah, it, it, it is Christmas time. Christmas is in a few days, which, by the way, I've not done any. Well, I, I've literally bought one purchase today. I bought my sister a uh, vinyl. Wow. But I already gave it to her, so it's like you did not. Okay, this is your shot. I'll take it, babe, because that's a big bitch. I'm not doing that. Mm-mm. So fucking de- <laughs> delicious. I actually don't think I can do it. I think you can. I believe in you. <sighs> to Christmas, to mm-hmm. Chris fucking Kringle. Ew, my dad's name is Chris, and that ties into the story of Christmas for me. Um, can you hold the zero sugar up to my mouth and feed me? Mm-hmm. Hold on. I got you. Cheers to Christmas. <laughs> Love you, Dad. Okay. Oh, okay. <gasps> Took you long enough, bitch. Damn. That tequila was literally having a whole life in there. Fucking fierce. It was so fucking sick. I know. Okay, bye. <laughs> All right, mamas, we're back from the break. We didn't Christmas miss smoke. time. We didn't. I'm so proud of us. No, I love that for us. This is a new era. It really is. No, I'm honestly looking forward to 2023 because I've been saying it. I feel like this, like November and December have really been about stepping into the better routines. Mm-hmm. And like, I did really need like, a, a rest some some R&R really and truly like no funny business I needed some R&R I've been in here we've been like chilling we've been working we've been playing we've been just I'm really just getting in my house getting grounded in here and like getting into better routines Mm -hmm. I'm trying not to smoke as much which we've been smoking the house down boots but well we're always trying not to smoke I think I think it's a lesson we continuously learn but what I will say about your homes like you know we've both lived in many different homes I think when you first move into a place you do have to go through that period because it's like a new feng shui new energy like you have to it you have to make it feel like your own home so you can learn 
how you want to walk around it. You know what I mean? That's so true. And I've just, I've had person after person after person here. I've been decorating. I've been doing a lot of things. So I, I really haven't like been to the gym, but point being made, 2023 is right around the corner. And I'm just excited to really start implementing better habits. Like I, I'm not going to ever, I have to be fucking real with myself and everybody who smokes really needs to be fucking real with them because we've had be this conversation. Be fucking for real, please. Because You want to quit smoking. You do. You do, but it's just like, you don't have to say that because it's like every fucking stoner ever across the lands has been like, I'm going to stop smoking. I'm going to stop smoking. They never do. So I'm going to be realistic with myself for once and I'm going to say I'm going to just cut back. I'm going right. to stop pretending and romanticizing never smoking again because it's just not logical and it's just not realistic for me. So I think what I'm going to really try to do for 2023 is stop smoking all day every day. No, right. Because who needs to get high at 9 a.m. before a work day? Well, we have. But no, we do it every day. No, I'm not saying, but I'm saying who needs to. Who, because realistically, who does? Nobody. No, and I think that's something that comes with age because, you know, <clears throat> one of us is approaching our 30s, the other one's becoming 23. So I think, like, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> We're both in our 30s, though, if you think about my mental trauma. I just turned 28. Please don't <laughs> speed me up anymore, girl, because I already feel old as fuck. No, all the people watching this are going to go. Bitch, you're fucking evil. <laughs> Seriously, you never reveal a woman's age. Oh, actually, cut that out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. I don't give a fuck. Um, you bleep it. We're in our. Bleep. I've literally talked about me being 28, bitch. I don't. No, I know. I don't and also, fuck. actually, 28 is so. Okay, so I actually always say this. I'm just giving you a hard time. I actually am excited to age because with each year actually comes more wisdom. Yes. And like, I become a better person. I look back at the year before and I'm like, oh my God. God, you know what I mean? And um, yeah, so I am excited. I'm just so love you, old people. I'm not like ugh, trying to throw digs at you. No, 23 year old me was a fucking nightmare and a mess. And I've learned so much ever since then. I would say, like, you, I feel like if I were to like think about me and you, like, you definitely have it more together than most 23 year olds that I, I that I've um, hot take encountered and when i think about myself at 23 i would say you're a lot more mentally mature than a lot of the 23 year olds i remember being around but that being said that just means you're gonna be wiser and wiser no i know and actually Cause i feel like i'm i'm just like in the past year entered my wisdom era mm -hmm. like i've accumulated a lot of wisdom but i've not really put it in to play like i've been i've just all i've done is play now it's time Ooh. to really but real wisdom is knowing live. that there's always time for play that is true and that's why i've just played because i knew eventually like i was just i was just gathering the, the wisdom you yeah. know and now it's time to you were looting your wisdom like on fortnite when you loot Ooh, for weapons yeah you were looting for wisdom <sighs> anyway um no but <laughs> honestly it's because i literally like was in and out of my house Ooh. at 12 oh what was that a cellular device has fallen <laughs> It is fine. But yeah, anyway, it's just, I have trauma, girl. That's why people think I have wisdom. But actually, it's just so many walls built up. Um. So yeah, but something that has really helped me this week, Um. there's a creator out there called Hello Teffy. Mm, I love her. You're mutual with her. I'm mutual with her. She's so, like, such a light on TikTok, honestly. She always goes into, like, you know, cute little um, pop culture references or, like, she's on a red carpet interviewing people. I just think she has a bubbly personality and super fun. But she also has, like, that energy that is, like, the caretaker vibe. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Or less, maybe that's what I'm just might be. No, no, no. I, I agree. I think she like has that energy of like just the one who's like making sure people are good and like helping them in an industry. Like I feel like people would go to her to advice and she would like have advice to give. Yeah. That being said, she made a video. I think it was either posted or on Close Friends. I don't really remember. But she was like, just post your content. Like, don't look at the views. Like, everybody's so caught up in a view thing. But all it takes is, like, one person to just see you and connect with you and, like, hear your story and, like, just see your personality and, like, want to be around you. That's so, so true. Yeah, I think, like, I thought about that. And we both were listening to it and being like. It really resonated. I actually mm -hmm. really love her content. I think she's very wise. And she she's just so fun. And I do love her energy. And we really took note of that. If you're listening, Mama, we no, really truly. did. And, like, the past week. Week, we've just been like just fucking post it just fucking do it we filmed so much we did scrap a lot because it, the fighting is, is never being released we actually already deleted all the that's documentation anything that's not all we scrapped though we scrapped we scrapped so much girl because we're crazy <sighs> bitches but you know what Teffy? that's for different reasons not for no fucking view count no so <laughs> <laughs> that is for our um <laughs> what's the our, our reputations illness. Girl, because it was a night fucking mirror. We listened like for two minutes. We're like, cut it off. No, cut not it all the, the fuck time. Off. Not all the time. Sometimes we would watch the whole video and we would just cringe the whole time and learn. We were that like, is true. There were a few and we were just taking notes. Like, okay, mental notes. Okay, period. You know what? I actually overreacted there. I sound like a exactly cunt. that. It was. It actually kind of brought a lot of awareness to no, us. No, I agree. I think it was a reason that it had to be filmed. But now I want. But to it's nothing. It. Y'all need to see. No, I need to destroy it with fire now, so nobody sees. It. <laughs> the fact that we really thought we need to document this and air it so people can see how two besties who are so mentally fucked up are able to maintain a friendship like, and it'll be helpful. It would have been maybe, but it also would have made us look so fucking stupid girl, and when, silly when and we crazier than we already stars, fucking look. When we look. become pop stars and take over the world and have our music come out, um, those that video would have been played back at like our funerals, at like award ceremonies. Like, girl, come on, honey. Like, we don't need that information out there. We'll tell you about it, but leave it to your fucking imagination, girl. It was an experience that we needed to experience but nobody else let's get into this christmas time <laughs> jingle thing. i know because i keep looking at these fucking polaroids we took of us in front of my little christmas tree so fucking pussy i know i can't believe it's christmas time i feel like i was just in la with you fucking yesterday and it's just so crazy how much change has occurred since then. And now it's Christmas time. Like, well, I'm literally a completely different person than I was when I started the gear. But here we are. No, literally Jingle fucking jangle, bitch. It's fucking Christmas time. Like, Me I, fully transitioning. Last Christmas. Last Christmas. <laughs> I was a boy. It was very, very scary. I wanted to die. And oh, so hairy. But now I'm a girl. It's a beautiful world. And she owns diamonds and pearls. And she never cried. Okay, anyway. Cut what, that. what the fuck was that? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, that's actually one of my favorite Christmas songs. No, me too. Ashley Tisdale's version, Eats. Oh, my God. He said, she said. That oh, fucking yeah. song. Mm-hmm. 
Oh my god. Delicious. That's when people should have known that I was fucking queer as fuck because I was getting to he don't need another he says she said. I don't even know what I just said, actually. So he don't need another he says she said she said for you in it. Don't let him liberate it. What you doing? Let's get to it just like that, babe. No, yeah. Ashley, if you're listening, I love your brand Frenchie, and I would love to shoot a campaign with my girl Cammy here. Yeah, so, so hit us up. Okay. Um, also, I've lost my keys so many Oof, fucking times this week. Girl. I think I'm about to call a lobotomist because honestly, girl, I just need a conservatorship at this point. Like, it, it, I need a key guard. I need we were to searching in Target for two hours only for us last minute. I'm like, wait, we started a video at Starbucks at the front. What if you left your keys there? And then we went up there and we're like, hey, did you, did, did you find any keys? He's like, I didn't see no keys, no keys. But he's like, but. There was a blue purse. And in my head, I'm she, like, oh, wait a minute. I have a blue purse. And, wait I, and then I went, oh, wait, I had my purse. <laughs> and then I'm like, my purse. So um, we walked to the customer service. We just like leave his Starbucks counter, which why didn't we just wait for Because he walked to the back. He didn't say he was grabbing my purse, though. We just walked away. So we were like, thanks, bye. And then we were at the customer service like, do you have a blue purse? They're like, no, cunt. And I'm like, oh, please what? search. And then the fucking cutest guy at Starbucks ever. He was so hot. And oh, sexy. he actually was. Delicious. <laughs> Um, and he handed me my purse and I was like, thanks. Thanks, King. And then, yeah, but that's not the only time I lost my keys. No. I lost my keys. Couldn't find them. At least find three them. more times. I called a locksmith earlier that day. That was the same day I lost Please. my keys Please. Literally lost her keys, called a locksmith, paid all this fucking money. A hundred dollars. Only for them to be where? In my fucking bed, bitch. Mm. And I, when the guy opened it and the keys weren't in there, I was like, huh? and then i looked and i thought and then for some reason i said let me go check my boot heel which was on my bed it was in my heel i threw it in there for protection but i protected it from me <laughs> so it wasn't really good um but also my hormones were locked in my car so i hadn't taken them on time so i think i was just like hormone deficient panicking oh thinking you were about panicking. death yeah she was freaking the fuck out I, I mean i've Lost my keys so many times that I'm just like, you know what? Chug it to the game. But like, I could tell you were genuinely so fucking scared. I was, girl. I FaceTimed you. And I was like, queen. Are I'm, they there? I know. I was like, please. And I'm thinking, my bitch, how would you have gotten home without them? <laughs> I know. Because <laughs> I have a push to start, girl. So it's not like. The key had to be present. <laughs> anyway. um, But yeah, so I'm just a stupid cunt all the way around. And it's just so too much. But. Oh, no. We need to get the apple key tags because no i'm not, not alone that. in that we should and it, it would make logical sense but will we probably not but it's we should. so random and weird for us not to do it like i don't know why because i could do it right now and we both could do it right now but will we why like i can't think of anybody that i personally know or have ever met right. that loses things more than the two oh, of us i was gonna i thought you were gonna say that even owns an apple tile oh thing. my brother does and it's so i was nifty, like only and losers I see it and i'm inspired them. but i'm, I'm like well you know inspired. what they probably never lose their shit they never do he doesn't he has one in his fucking wallet i need to do that well just, i don't even have a wallet because i, I don't lost have one my, either yeah we lost our fucking everything okay so i lost my debit card and my id <laughs> at a club one night over a year ago and i have yet to I got a new ID, but I have yet to get a new debit card because Apple Pay. But then we right. run into problems because some places don't have Apple Pay. Honestly, I've decided to live my life. If you don't have Apple Pay, you're not getting my fucking coin. Because also me as well. When I went to LA for that month um, last year in October, I was there like all month. You were there too. 
Remember, we both went there for mm-hmm. a month, and um, I had lost my wallet when we went out one night because, girl, we were in a manic episode. <gasps> Wait, that night? Mm-hmm. Oh, shut up. The night our phones died. We're not getting into that night. We're not getting into that night. Maybe in the future. <laughs> That's a crazy night. We'll just say one thing. We Our phones died after the clubs closed and we had no way home. So I literally yelled at this man who was buying me drinks. Girl, I was blacked out too. I was in my crazy era. I said, you have to drive us home right now. And he did. End he of story. Did, but there was... End of story. A lot. End of story. End of story. Interesting end, end of- pieces of information. <laughs> end of story. So, um, but speaking of ending that story and starting a new one, mm. these fucking haters on the internet are fierce Ooh. and think they can get away with so much. And But you know what I love? I love the ones that have their real photos up, their real life, because I'm like, I want to see who the fuck is saying some stupid fucking shit to me. And it's always like the ugliest fucking people. No, it is. It really is. People the think most that insecure because, people. Of course, girl. Of course. Like, people think that creators or people on the internet or celebrities or anybody like do you think SZA doesn't fucking read her comments like yeah she does she might not fucking respond like with some fucking she might not always be there anymore but like I'm sure at one point there was a time where all she did you know every person on the internet all they done at one point don't even tell me you didn't I don't I, I don't get it like people think that they can say whatever and there's no repercussions but like I hate this double standard because people really expect like a person on the internet who is like bullied and ridiculed to just like stay silent and not to like not that i'm trying to like garner any pity like it just comes with the territory but like people really wow (laughs) people people really be getting upset when a creator claps back or sets or has an opinion Mm -hmm. and it's like what bitch like this person is so bold to sit here and call us slurs or to be phobic or Mm -hmm. to be just so hateful and downright ugly and it always stems from them really and truly being insecure every every i've never had somebody in my comments sending me hate that was cute you know what's crazy to me though when gay people listen i've always heard this from my trans friends that (laughs) gay people have like a certain way towards trans people like I, I and I've experienced it too and so when I see gay people hate on me because they think they can they think they're like entitled to some like opinion over a trans woman because they think they understand that life in some capacity just because you're those are two separate experiences so separate and like I have lived as a gay person like openly you know what I yep. mean like maybe that's not what I wanted to be identified as but like that's where my comfortability we've was. had that experience we've had that experience and like I would have never told a trans woman shit about her life because I know that we're different experiences and now be living in my trans truth and like understanding my gender identity and like seeing gay people it really breaks my heart because I'm just like damn you're supposed to be the community that I'm a part of and you're tearing me down so anyway I have not posted like myself looking rough in months almost my whole transition because not to like glamorize my transition and make it look so easy but because I really struggle with my gender dysphoria and it's hard for me to psychologically like wrap my head around how I look when it's like I'm born in the wrong body so it's like I have certain attributes that are not very um you know female and so it's just like I try to suppress that but it is a real experience of being trans and coming back to the south and like you know having my wig on for a whole week and needing to like not wear makeup for a couple of days and not wear a wig and just have like a breather and like have my facial hair grow out. It is really 
hard for me to do that. And so I did make like a funny TikTok. It's like lighthearted. I wasn't actually crying, but it was a real emotion. If that makes We're sense. We're just dramatic. Right. But I'm like, that's really how I felt. And I was expressing it in like a funny way. And this little gay person who's like <laughs> this 20- little faggot no yeah true i didn't know if we could say that with Girl, your we podcast can say that. fucking faggot no honestly like if you want to talk shit on me and like be a fucking crazy person okay little faggot <laughs> but anyway listen so he commented and he my video was saying like how hard it was to be a tranny in the south and his comment said well then you should act the part Oof. i was shook because real fucking bold first of all act the part as if being trans is like a part in a play that you put on like no being trans you can there's no like pokemon card for being trans and like a set statistic of what trans is and it really broke my heart that i'm like never going to be able to appease everybody and like I can't just worry about how I'm going to be perceived all the time, you know, and that's something I'm struggling with really intensely, honestly. Um, But he commented that and I looked at his account and I'm like, first of all, what are your outfits? You always post about Kim Petras and how much you love her and how much you love her music. Trans icon. And you're out here being fucking transphobic in these streets. No, right. And so if you think I'm not going to like post all the screenshots, honey, you got another thing coming. I'm about to learn how to use this editing app just so I can call have people call you out for being a fucking crazy person. Girl, you got your full name on there, bitch. What sucks is like, People really try to push this mentality of like passability and playing some role of like being a trans woman. But like, think about it. There are cis women out there who don't ever wear makeup. They're not into makeup. They don't enjoy makeup. They don't enjoy dressing up. They're and very they're still, tomboy. If they feel like a they, trans woman. They're still a woman nonetheless. Right. And nobody ever gives like a tomboy, like no one fucking bothers them about not being a woman or not being womanly enough, but Just then you have a trans person and it's like expression, however the fuck they want, and leave people right. alone. Like, what's I understand. it to you? Like, why do why do you feel so strongly? I'll never understand why people have such strong opinions on other people. Like, no one is harming you, nobody is bothering you, nobody is getting in the way of you and your bag. Like, live your fucking life. Let's coexist. You do you, I'll do me. I'm not gonna bother you. Every I think like ninety percent of my conflicts that I've had arose from somebody being phobic and I just think how difficult it is being trans and being non-binary and being LGBT in general and then it just really sucks when you have gay people who like really also try to push those notions and those mindsets and those mentalities it's really you don't have to fucking wear makeup you don't have to fucking wear a dress you don't have to fucking look a certain parts to be trans you're still a trans woman nonetheless and like the trans experience is so individual for each person you know what i mean but with all that being said of what we just talked about like we i do and you do too we put content out on the internet and like people are allowed to have their opinions excuse me hold on this fucking coca-cola is making me feel things hold on um but let me get my fucking breath um (laughs) People are allowed to feel things about us and we do have to like understand at a certain extent that we're like putting ourselves out there publicly, but just. It's still going. Okay. Pretty sure. Just because like we put content out there publicly, you chose to comment publicly. So period. Um, Also on the topic of like trans things in my era of like letting myself be natural for a couple days, letting my skin heal. I was in a parking lot editing, doing what, because I learned that from you actually, of just like sitting in your car for hours. And it's a like, safe place. No, it's my enrichment. Did you enclosure. not feel so safe? I did. 
I really did actually. I had my heat on. Mm-hmm. It was raining a little bit. I got some McDonald's, which bitch, I've been in my McDonald's era. She has <laughs> really been a McDonald's girly. My whole time you've known me, have I ever been one? No. And this week you've called me like four or five times. And I've been where? At fucking McDonald's. I'm like, okay, girl, this is how obesity begins, but... You did tell me that, and it's true, because I can feel that yellow brick road forming, and I'm about to take a couple steps. But you know what? I'm on hormones, and my body needs some meat, bitch. It does, and I'm not going to give you shit for eating fast food, but... And also, before anyone tries to fucking cancel me or come for me or what the fuck ever... That's our relationship. It really is, one. Right. And two, like, also, like... That just is a logical truth. Like, no, it is going to fast food all the time. It does the cancer lead to that, you know. So, like, before anyone's like, "Oh my god, Cam was fat, fat, big, no, girl, I've just lived the experience, and I know. Like, I used to be a fast food girly, and every so many people are fast food girlies and honestly i have a commonality girly though i'm not going to be i think i'm just in georgia i'm not in my own place i don't want to go grocery shopping i don't want to spend a lot of money on a bunch of shit i want something quick i want something now i'm I'm like a little depressed so i'm like you know what that's what it's there for and girl i've been getting cheeseburgers but but you've never been a cheeseburger girly so enjoy it bitch eat your fucking burgers it's okay you 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 can eat several fucking burgers you you've earned it like it's okay like Eat the so, fucking cheeseburger. You've earned yeah, it too. Like, I, I will. And I, actually, that sounds great. And I might order me one tonight. <gasps> you know what? You should. Mm. Just a cheeseburger with some good fucking condiments on it. Ooh. But also, so yeah, back to I had my McDonald's. I was in my car editing, filming videos, feeling my own emotions, not high, not drunk, just in my own self. And then I had to pee because I got a Diet Coke and I drank the whole thing. And I was close to a Publix parking lot. And I was like, oh, I'll go in the Publix. And then anxiety just went all over me because here I am, like, tits, like a shapely body, but like a mustache essentially, and like no wig, no makeup. And I'm in the fucking rural South. And it's like, you know, this whole year, I've only used the women's restroom or a non binary restroom. And in LA, I always feel very comfortable, honestly. I'm never like, in a situation where I'm like, I'm scared to leave the stall. Like, oh my God, this is so scary. Like, I don't want to make people uncomfortable. But out here, I was like, I have to pee so bad, it hurts. But like, do I use the women's restroom with a mustache and then make somebody uncomfortable? Because that's never what I want to do. I never want to be somebody who like causes somebody to like clutch their pearls or like look, like cover their kid's eyes. Like, and that's happened to me. And that's like so, and I'm sure it's happened to you. Like, it's so dehumanizing, but then it's like, okay, well, if I'm not going to use the women's restroom, am I going to use the men's restroom? But I'm also in a juicy couture tracksuit, shaped out, you know? And it's like I'm still giving to them in their eyes, like, gay tranny boy. So, like, I know exactly what they're going to think. And there are times that it doesn't affect, like, nothing happens. But there's also a chance that it could get very physical and it could get very um, dangerous. So it's like I just don't want to be in either situation. So it's like I just hold my fucking urinal cavity until I explode and to drive all the way home. It's crazy. That is so unfortunate. And that is a trans issue that is not really, I mean, it is talked about, but it's like <sighs> cis women listening just know there's struggles out there. Us, well, yeah, us girls definitely and also like i hate a dirty bathroom so like mm, girl, there's that when i was like you know in my other body form publicly 
Um, I would use the men's restroom sometimes if it was, unless there was like, you know, nobody in the women's restroom and it was like a single one that I would always go there because cleaner, but the men's restroom was always just such a scary place and so dirty and like stinky. I, I literally am so scared going in the men's restroom. So I feel you on like, do I go here? Do I go there? Because I, I also go through that same struggle, but I will, like, if I have to pee, I'm going to fucking pee. And there are days, like... I would say the majority of the time I go into the women's restroom because the majority of the time I've like gotten my face shaven, I've got makeup on, I've got a dress on or whatever. You're a woman. And so I just go there. I feel most comfortable there. That's us masking though too because you don't need those things. But honestly, when you're a tranny and you live through this experience, you do to a certain extent. You don't actually like, it's not, you don't really need to. It's not a requirement, but I mean, we do know that there are like societal pressures. And so we all do try to fulfill these things and like live in this like, oh shit, I gotta be this. Even though it's not necessary and some people find comfort and not like, they don't subscribe to those things. A lot of people do and we're just being realistic. We do like, if we're not feeling pussy, we don't necessarily feel our best like if we don't feel pussy we don't feel our our, and that's literally i know we haven't addressed this the whole time but like we didn't even know we were gonna film today and girl i put a fucking ski mask on because i came over here because i left my suitcase here with all my stuff and i have like a couple important events to go to like in a couple days so i was like bitch i need to like get ready so i'm gonna stay here while you go out to dinner and get ready and she was gonna film the podcast alone and i was like well girl just get my rate covered and i'll do it (laughs) So, <laughs> oh my God. So she was, I was like, do you I have had a, a fucking ski mask. But I literally asked you, I said, do you have a ski mask? Who has a fucking ski? I've literally never even worn it. No, I know. I've never even it heard you talk about it. It was waiting for this moment. No, it was. That was like divine intervention because you said, oh, I actually do. And the way it was like right next to you somehow, like it literally, you just went like, oh yeah, I was right here. And I was like, oh, okay. And then we just sat down and filmed it and had a little shot. And I've had such a fun time. And this is my favorite podcast episode we've ever done. It has been a good vibe, a good vibration. Yeah. It's been a little emotional at times, but it's also been like fun. We've been raw. We've been real. And now I think we should get into some Christmas. We really should. I was about to say that. Oh, my God, because I got to go. Yeah, bitch. You had to go 10 minutes ago. Um, She's got a date. Not a date, girl. No, it's not. I just meant like an event. I have something. I have a birthday. It's really for my birthday. That was a month ago. Okay, so rapid fire. Favorite Christmas song. Uh, Mariah Carey. That's everybody's. She is the epitome of Christmas. I'll have a blue. Okay. Christmas. I really love um, Last Christmas. And um, do you hear what I hear or do you see what I see? Whatever. You know the song. Yeah. Um, She got a couple. Favorite. (gasps) Wait, also anything that's like really like jazzy christmas Ooh, like bluesy yeah. even just like jazz instrumentals they give me such um a christmas vibe so like when i go into like a coffee shop and they're playing that jazz shit i'm like oh i can't wait for christmas i want to oh my god i went to a beauty supply store earlier and they were playing personal covers of christmas music and i got a video mm. and it's so bad no it was bad oh it was like it was like it, me loving I, I, christmas i'm like, gonna yes. make a tiktok about it so the, the tiktok's up now if you're watching so go because i was shook the house down uh what is like your favorite christmas movie the Grinch or um, whatever Heat Miser's in. Mm. I'm Mr. Heat Miser. You know that one? That song? Mm-mm. Silver and gold. I know that one. Wait, is that the one with the dentist? Yes. Oh, Rudolph. Yes, that's what it's called. Um, I love those one two. One foot in front of the, the other. Period. And soon you'll be walking out the door. <laughs> you to your date or your event? Girl, shut up. Um, any special tradition? Oh wait, wait, wait! I love Home Alone. Period. Okay. 
Any special traditions you do for Christmas? I don't talk to my family. Okay, I don't really have any special traditions. We just get together and do our thing. My dad loves Christmas, though. Like, a lot. I think that's why I'm traumatized on Christmas. Because I do like to spend Christmas with him when we are on a good term. But, like... And we're not not on a good term. It's complicated. There's nuances. Love you, Dad. Wait, so... Okay, your parents are divorced. My parents yeah. were divorced as well. Um, do you have, like, an experience of, you know, like, the double Christmas? Mm. <laughs> yes, but, like... Girl... Mom, love you. She was struggling in her own, like, whatever she was struggling with. You know, drugs, whatever, pain pills. And my Christmases with her, because I lived with her mainly, because I was like, she let me do whatever I want, and I could, like, whatever. Because I would go leave home, go back and forth. I was everywhere, girl. You know what I mean? But nobody cared where I, got, where I went, especially because I legally lived with her. And, um... Yeah, I had, like, a weird Christmas with her, but it was also, like, kind of sweet at times, but kind of weird. And with my dad, it was always, like, so over the top, so meticulous. Like, I wasn't allowed to hang up ornaments on the tree because he had to do it a certain way. I, the presents were all in a certain position. Um, every single song played in a certain way. It was never just, like, a – he wanted it to be so beautiful, but it was, like, so too much. But when I was a young-ass kid – he like made Christmas amazing and super magical, but he wanted to keep doing that. And I think he got into like a weird pattern with like wanting Christmas to be so beautiful, just like it was when that I was. That it was like, just too intense. That it was so intense that it made me like turned off to Christmas, and now I'm so scared of it because we have such a weird relationship. But what about you? Um. Yeah. So my parents divorced when I was like in first or second grade, and I did have double Christmases, and it was great. Um. My parents were never well off, but they both did their absolute best, and like I, I had good relationships with my parents growing up. My mom. My mom was the only person that I would allow shop for me, like clothing wise. She got you. And when I think, yeah, when she always did. My mother always got me. She always knew what, what? to buy me, She's and like everything it. she ever showed to me, like that she bought me for Christmas, I always loved it. And like thinking back, it's because. Like, when I look at her photos of her in high school and middle school, she was a fucking emo girly, too. So mm -hmm. she understood. I was, like, in my emo bag back then, and she was the only person I would let shop for me. But um, so it was – I would, like – she would buy me clothing and, like, a few – like, she would always buy my phones and whatnot. Things, and like, material items. Yeah. And then, like, my dad would buy me other things, too, and, like uh, – he bought me, like, an iPad – not iPad – iPod, like, every fucking year. It was my fucking – I would be like, I don't want multiple presents. I just want one, one expensive present. And it was always like an iPod or a new phone. But um, it was always lit having two Christmas. I always had like four Christmases actually because my grandparents are also divorced. They also divorced like when my um, dad and mom did like same fucking month. Um, so I had multiple fucking Christmases. Um, That's good. It was kind of lit. My dad, he would always get me a lot of stuff, but it felt like he never knew me because he would get me like footballs and like, oh, and and like he would get me there. I'd, I would always open a lot of presents, but I would always fake every reaction. And it felt like Christmas was just so much energy to put out there. The best present he ever got me was this. I was living on the ranch at the time when I was like seven or eight or something. And there was this on the ranch because I grew up on a ranch. There was like a little community of people who lived on the ranch who worked there. And um, there was like different cultures on the ranch. That was a lot of uh, Mexican culture was on the ranch. And there was this rocking horse and this Mexican family who lived in the same like cul-de-sac circle. There was only like 20 people, 20 families. But anyway, so one of them had a rocking horse that was super old, super dingy, super distressed. And my dad got that. And over like a week, he hand painted it, got new springs for it, like oh. made it like brought it back to life. And it was like 
such a staple of my childhood that that's like one thing that I wish I still had it. But uh, my mom actually gave it away. Fuck. So thank, thanks, Carly Poe. Yeah, I... I feel like the rest of my family outside of my mother, none of them understood me because like my grandfather that I've excommunicated with, he would always buy me like Shania Twain CDs and like Garth Brooks CDs and oh my God, speak the, that's crazy. <clears throat> um, And he would buy me like chaps and polos. I'm like, bro, I'm wearing fucking purple skinny jeans and a Lady Gaga t-shirt. I know, but it's and also like their idea hair. of you. You know what I mean? I think like we were a generation. It was an idea they wanted to create that was never going to come to existence. I know. And I think like that's where my dad's having a hard time with my transition too, honestly. Because like my mom, super accepting. And, you know, we've had a couple good talks, but like we're not on talking terms. Like we're not close. Like you've heard the conversations with my mom and I. It's always very like staticky and like weird. And, like, my dad and I have talked through text, like, twice. And he's just been, like, thumbs up. But, like, I know he feels uncomfortable. So. Yeah, that is, unfortunately, another trans experience. Full of them. <laughs> like, <laughs> I actually hate that because I feel you entirely, like, it sucks because I feel like not only are they uncomfortable, we're uncomfortable. Because we don't, like, there is, like, this feeling like I have been I would say like personality wise I've been the same throughout my life but like I've expressed myself in so many different ways and there was like so many periods of my life and so many trans people LGBT people who they try to just fit in so they like tried to mold themselves into like this person that's going to be likable and fit in the best to, to their ability and I've just been so many different people Finding yourself. I literally, but like, I always had like, you know, I always. A core version. Yeah. But they've just seen so many drastic differences. Like I went through my fucking South Pole, Sean John chains out here. Like it was was a mess. Girl. Whatever. I don't even want to talk about it. It was a mess, but they saw me that. And then I went through my whole fucking scene phase in high school and middle school. And. And then now I'm wearing dresses and they're like, what's going on with you? And so it's like, I don't like I in in a perfect world, people would see us evolving and they would evolve with us. But unfortunately, that's not the case. Or evolve on their own. You know what I mean? But what bothers me, I think, the most about like a trans experience is that there is all this nuance with it and all of these like big conversations and big things to be had when I really in my in my understanding of my own trans experience, it doesn't have to be that big of a deal. It's just like what I want to express myself as. And so I get really frustrated when it's like I have to continuously have big conversations about it because like it's not all I am. It's like I am trans and it's like it is such a big part of me because of what a big deal it is. But like truly like it shouldn't always be a conversation of like I have to explain or like, it shouldn't be the heart of the conversation. It's like I'm tired. It's like when I'm literally you, when you a year to publicly like, trans and I'm so tired of telling people like in my family, not like in real life. Cause I girl, I'll talk all day. I love being trans. I'm talking about my family though. It's such a deep, hard conversation. So it's like, please. <sighs> yeah, it does. It it's just let me have a titty. And who care? Families, if you're listening, let us just be. It's like, do you love me and want to see me like do something? Like, I, I, I it just begs the question: Do you want to see people like us happy, 
Or do you want to see us conform and miserable? Not even just people like us, people in general. Do you want people in general? One thing, because when I came out as gay, you know, my dad was more accepting of that because he was like, oh, well, you're still my son. And like, oh, you're a badass. Because I was like such a rebel and like did whatever I did. And he like, you know, was like, oh, this person's whatever. He'd be like, at least, um, oh, wait, where was I going with that? I'm losing my train of thought. Okay, cut that. Whatever you were saying, because I literally just lost my train of thought. <laughs> well, at least he's not a tranny. Yeah, but it wasn't that. It was like something so that was just a subcategory. Fuck, just say something else. Well, I don't know. People have different ideas of us and people in general. And honestly, I think that people just need to let their children grow and be themselves because even like cis people, like there's so many cultures that really push like grades and success and like you going to a certain trade or like entering a, you know like and it's just it's so sad because i've had so many friends of certain cultures and they're like i don't want to do that that doesn't make me happy i want to do photography or i want to be a model or i want to be an actor i want to be a singer but my parents want me to do this and it's so sad that's not just like an isolated like experience for, for trans but no, then I there's agree. also just like identity on top of that just fucking let people be life is so hard now harder than I think it's ever been for any generation that's ever existed because it's has we have so many like easily accessible knowledge at our fingertips and it's the easiest in that sense of like being able to see so many things but it makes it hard because everybody can see this so it's like who can know the most and then it's like there's just so many nuances to being a human being now that it's just like overwhelming to do it you know what I mean everything is like so intense at all times that it just like makes me sometimes be like Damn, for what? I just want to take a hit of the bowl and hang out with my sister and be silly. That's why we find like peace in our friendships, I think, more than our family. Even though I do love my family, we have a weird vibe, but like obviously I wouldn't like want anything bad to happen to them. We care about their well being, but we don't really relate and we don't really have a, a clear understanding of each other so it's like that's why family is corny to sound family is not always blood like i do feel like and you it doesn't mean they're not feel, blood. no it doesn't it just means they're not always you know but i don't know your family is doesn't always have to be blood that's really i know that's some tea right there well this was a crazy episode it was and i really need to go I brush my to. teeth and hit the fucking road. It's 7:22 and we're ending like dead ass. and i'm like, supposed to be there at 7 30 so look if you can see on that note we love you merry christmas enjoy or whatever you're celebrating happy holidays happy holidays happy fucking holidays yes love you guys and hopefully we can do another episode soon because this trip truly has been such a crazy like time it's been a thank you for like you know having me here of course it was i was so fucking gagged when you're like bitch i'm on the fucking road coming to georgia i was literally ecstatic jumping up and down so sorry that we both got into pleasure. A, a fucking thing girl we always do though I but know. there's never no hard feelings no i know i'm just telling you that i'm looking forward to the next time we hang out because even though some crazy things can be said it's just our craziness and i do love you well so. for what it's worth i Should would we not... shake hands sure for what it's worth i would not want to fight with anybody else oh it's so true like i i i actually We've both addressed in the past, like we we have friendships, we have several other friends, but like I feel like our friendship together is the most challenging for ourselves and for each other. But it works and it helps, and I can't imagine, and I don't, e I wouldn't even want to 
do that with anybody else. I know. So. It's like sisters, honestly. We you're, are sisters. You're the sister. I Because I, I have a sister. Love you, Haley girl. But she's like younger and I feel like a protector of her, even though she's very mature because she has such a traumatic life too. But, um, you know, you're my sister that's like in my bracket of time that we like can relate to the yeah. world and like pop culture and things like that. So love you, girl. Um, we're going to go <laughs> bye. <laughs> oh, follow me on everything because you're not Please. never going to see me again. So I'll, I'll link all that down below. Till next time. Bye.